Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Hilchais Malva Voloiva Peter Krivi opens up the topic, the Isur of Ribis. It's prohibited for a Yid while lending money to his fellow Jew, or when a Yid is borrowing money on both the lender and the borrower, they are both prohibited to charge to give interest. The Rambam actually adds to that, not only is the Isr both on the lender and on the borrower, but similarly, anyone that is involved in brokering such a loan, whether they're writing the document, whether they are a witness to the document, whether they're guaranteeing the loan, etc., they are also Asr Mido to be involved in such a loan. Actually, the Rambam writes that for the lender, there are six Lavim that is over. And then how many lavin for the borrower? How many lavin for the people involved? I look inside the chapter. Number one. Number two, the Rambam says like this, that whenever ribis is going to be classified as ribis ketsutza, the word ribis ketsutza literally means fixed interest. As we will learn in the later chapters, exactly what type of ribis is considered ribis ketsutza, which is asud midairaisa, even after the ribis was given from the borrower to the lender, obviously, because it was in violation of the Isur of ribis, judges will take all of that money away from the lender and return it to the borrower. Now, if you're going to have a person who paid ribis, the lender, right, the lender who received the ribis, if he on his own initiative is doing tshuva, and by the way, this is similar to a person who's a gazlan. If they, on their own initiative, will do tshuva, and they're going to come to return that which they robbed, or in our case, it's considered also isur, uh, uh, it's robbery. The lender is going to come to return the ribis. The chachamim said, and here are the words, that that we should not receive the money, and if the borrower takes the money from them, receives the money from them, on him we say that such a person is not viewed favorably by our sages. If you have Rebbe Staramam continues that it's documented in a star, it doesn't invalidate the star. The loan has to be repaid. The document will prove that there was such a loan. Elamad, the ribis obviously should not be paid. The Ramam writes, whoever writes such a document, a document of a loan that has in it ribis, it's ki'ilu, this person, God forbid, is writing and testifying against himself that he denies the God of the Jewish people. God forbid. And even if it's not a documented loan, Islam, the borrower, the lender, if they between themselves agree to a loan with interest, they are both denying the and they are denying the exodus. Now, the Ramam inside writes about certain scenarios where a person is going to um, give back more as a matana. There's very few scenarios where such a thing will be permitted between one Talmud Chacham and the other. The Ramam is writing about scenarios if there is de facto some extra money returned or more than the money that was loaned was given. There are certain scenarios that we say was simply a mistake and therefore the money should be returned. Um, the Ramam is going to speak about Mechila. Does Mechila, does forgiveness ever work for Ribis? So the Ramam writes that if Ribis Katsutsu was already paid and the Malva is now coming to pay to repay the loan, not on his own to do tshuva. He was caught in base and he was told to pay back. And um, the loiva now wants to forgive. The loiva now wants to forgive. Then, then that's the only case where now that he's forgiving that to be returned, 
that that forgiveness, that mechila will be effective. Other than that, mechila never works for this. Kilchais malva v'leiva penik hamishi opens up by telling us that when a person is borrowing or lending money to a guy from a guy and to a ger toishav, ribis not only may be paid, may be charged, but there is a mitzvah to charge ribis. And the way we explained it is that really we begin with the premise that the isur of ribis is like a choik. It's not a rational mitzvah. Because just like, for example, if I own real estate and I uh, rent my property, at the end of the term of rental, I get my property back and I get the money for rental. That's not problematic. That's 100% okay. If I have movables that I rent out, let's say a person has cars and he has a rent-a-car business. So at the end, the person will return the car and pay a fee for the days or the weeks that he used the car even though the money that he's paying is way more than only the depreciation of that vehicle. That's 100% okay. One might have viewed ribis through the same lens. You have money, you're ke'ilu renting out your money, and that person is going to return the money with a fee for that. And actually, we're going to learn in the next chapter that if it was worded that way, it's asur midrabanan, but... Even if it's not worded that way, what's the problem by a loan? And the answer is, is that there's no problem with it. Actually, it, with, that's why with Goyim, when you are interacting with the world, we are commanded to act with the world in a just way. It's just to charge interest. The other party knows about it. The other party is agreeing to it. It's beneficial for everyone. However, since a fellow Jew is like a brother, family is different. To family, when it comes to renting out a specific item, you can charge a fee. But when it comes to money and to a loan, the trader tells us you may not charge interest from your brother. And that explains a lot the Isur of Ribis, and that also explains why to the rest of the world there's a mitzvah to charge Ribis. Now, the Ramam in this chapter is going to go through scenarios where a goy is involved. Like just one example, a goy loaned money to a yid. No problem with interest. And when it comes to Jew, Jew A, the borrower wants to return the money. His fellow Jew, Reuven, borrowed the money. He's about to return it. Shimon tells Reuven, do me a favor. Pass the money on to me with the permission of the guy, of course, and I'll continue to pay the interest. It's not allowed. Because if the money is going from the hand of Reuven to Shimon, what's really happening is, is that Shimon owes Reuven. And even though he agreed to pay interest because Reuven has to pay interest, doesn't matter. Reuven is allowed to pay interest to the guy. Shimon cannot pay interest to Reuven. What has to happen is, is that Reuven has to actually return the money to the guy, to the lender, and the guy will now make a new loan to Shimon. And we have in this chapter a reminder that when it comes to any iska, as we learned in Hilchai Shluchim V'shut Ches, there has to be some sort of fee that the guy who's doing the work will get paid for this not to enter into avakribis. The Rambam here, avakribis means, we're going to speak more about this in the next chapter, but avakribis means that the Isur of Ribis is not midoid Isa, it's only considered midrabonon. And the Rambam writes about scenarios where it's not even Ribis midrabonon. Just one of the examples we have in this chapter is that if a person has a check, for example, but it's a post-dated check, the check is of $100. Reuven is going to get the $100. Reuven needs money right now. Shimon is going to pay him $90 for the check. It's not called ribis. It's not even avak ribis. It's mutter. And as we spoke out when we learned that Amam inside, this is speaking only in the scenario 
where if the check bounces, Reuven won't have to compensate. That is why we don't even consider the Sabak Ribis, but yes, this is something that's completely permitted. Hilchois Malva Voloiva Pedek Shishi, the sixth chapter, defines what is called Ribis Katsutsa, that's Asr Midar Isa. It defines what is considered Avak Ribis, which is Asr Midar Abanan. Let me just give one example. Ribis Katsutsa means that when the loan was made, there was a specific amount of money that was agreed to that the borrower will pay back to the lender in addition to the principal in many different scenarios. But that's the gist, that's the neshama of ribis ketsutza. Avak ribis is that there wasn't a specific amount of money that was agreed upon while the loan was given that's going to be coming back to the lender. In most can, in both scenarios, it's going to whatever in addition is coming back will be also midrabana known as avak ribis. Let me just explain right now the big difference between ribis doiraisa and ribis midrabanon. Let's not forget that Hashem commanded us to listen to the Chachamim. If the Chachamim said that's also in considered interest, it's now Asur. But there is a difference. The difference is, is that if this interest was already pre- paid in violation of the Isur of Ribis, by Ribis Ketsutza, by Ribis Doiraisa, the Dayanim will force the lender to give the money back. That's called the Tzioitze Bedayanim. Parenthetically, we learned in Peirek Dalet that if the lender on his own is initiating a tshuva, then we tell the borrower don't accept it. But if he was caught and he was forced, we force him to give it back. By avak ribis, prior to paying, we don't allow the money to be paid from the borrower to the lender, whatever that will be. But if that was already given to the lender, now post facto, we don't force the lender to give it back. That's the main difference halachically between ribis doiraisa, ribis ktsutsa, and versus Avak ribis, the shadow of ribis, the dust of ribis, and ribus midrabanan. Now, in this chapter, the Ramam speaks about another type of ribis that's called haaramas ribis. Haaramas ribis means it's not even avak ribis, not even avak ribis. But lachatchilo, don't do it. You have to look inside to get these scenarios. But if such an agreement was already made, then we allow for that agreement to go through with. This is how this is even more lenient than Avak Ribis. And then at the end of the chapter, the Ramam speaks about scenarios where there's some, some type of agreements that are happening between the lender and the borrower that are completely not prohibited, not even in the category of Ha'aramas Ribis, but it's completely mutter for Ayn Bifnim to get clarity in all of these really four levels. Ribis Ktsutsa, that's the worst. Underneath it, Avak Ribis. Underneath that, Ha'aramas Ribis. And that which is completely permitted.